You are listening to episode number 410 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. We got tickets. We got tickets. We're going to we're going to, <laughs> to the where? when we were young f- uh, festival. That's the one with oh. uh, My Chemical Romance and Paramore and Avril Lavigne, Motionless and, and White, yeah, all American the, Rejects. I just realized that and uh, uh, Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World. So all the all the oh. quote unquote emo, emo bands, emo, emo bands, emo, yeah. emo bands. Yeah. Emo, emo. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I, now I see your point. Like I don't see how Motionless and White falls anywhere near they don't. the category of emo. They don't fit. I at think all. you know what I think Motionless and White does. They're just kind of like we will do any any venue. We play a gig. We if you've got a gig, we will come and play. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we, we don't give a shit. We bought, bit the bullet and, and bought tickets. The, the prices actually came down substantially from what we had been looking at before. Yeah. So it was a little more reasonable. Um, the flip side was we we looked to see Ooh, about rates. yeah getting a room uh, at the Strat. It was like five hundred dollars. It was, for, it was well, what you told me this morning it was oh, four hundred for the Strat. Four hundred. And Circus Circus was two fifty. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, they should pay you to stay there. I know, right? I know. Well, because we were kind of thinking like I, my big concern is this being an all day festival. And there's not going to be any place to sit down, and I'm going to be tired and cranky. And you know, we could still, I guess, walk over to the Strat for air conditioning and a sit down meal and that kind of stuff to still give us a break. Yeah. We just won't have a room there. Yeah, but. Yeah, that that's I'm just but afraid I still I'm, I'm old for a festival. Uber back, definitely. Well, depending where the Uber pickup is. Remember, that's been one of the issues with these festivals because the Uber pickups have been all the way down by the convention center, which doesn't save us much time. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so hopefully they'll have that figured out by then. But we're gonna give it a go and see if we can do festivals or if we are just we too old done, fogies. Uh, last time, God, we did a festival. We were in Columbus. We've done several. Yeah. Um, but we were all in Ohio at the time. They were all. We That's all we had to do. <laughs> yeah, well, like, yeah. Oh God. Well, and, and I, I just see people. Live. It helped that my company had like access to tickets. Right. So we, if we went, we were under the pavilion because it was an outdoor amphitheater, yeah. and so we always had seats in the pavilion. Yeah, we and, we got spoiled in the low roller way. It was right. pretty cool. Yeah. Sure. When uh, when is the concert? Oh, it's uh, October twenty second, twenty third, and 29th. 
Okay. Right, so at least it'll be. We're not going to all three. Moderately no, cooler we're just going Saturday. In, in Vegas. Yeah, it'll be cooler. It's not going to be, you know, yeah, festival season in Vegas it really doesn't start till October. So it should be, uh, should be cooler. Oh, October? Yeah. 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 So add that to the concert list. Because we now have. Very cool. We've got Nine Inch Nails coming up in September. We've got My Chemical Romance's rescheduled show. I thought that was September too. I thought that was October. Um, and now we have the festival. And we might be more, judging as my, I was pre-reading my, uh, my little thing here. It might be another show or something we're going to get in here. Oh, really? I don't, uh-huh. even, I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, you'll know once we get there. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't awesome. do any bands this time. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, why don't we roll into Alistair's two cents? Yes, apparently I missed a few from episode 408, so they are as follows. Did you miss it or he missed it? I missed it. He gave them to me. I just, I I didn't think much of them. Okay. Suck on that, Alistair. But uh, (laughs) he he writes, Like Karen Nomilos at Venetian, still do the set lunch. However, unlike at Cosmopolitan, where set lunch used to reflect the year, i.e. the 2012 lunch would be $20.12 or pounds and, and rubles or whatever the... I don't, know, I don't know your currency. What is it, pence? It's, awesome. it's pounds. Pounds. No, you know, but it would have been a dollars because we're in the U.S. And change. Yeah, I don't know why he put the pound sign in there. I wonder if it just defaults. Probably. Right. Well, no, but it does it on the, the next price, so... Anyway. Oh, he does get the dollar sign in there. Anyway, go ahead and finish it, and then we can rib on him. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyways, it's it's like twenty seven bucks for three courses. It's now thirty eight dollars. So thanks, well, Obama. Yeah. So what would have been, what he's saying is it used to be priced based on what year it was. Right. I got it. Okay. So in twenty fifteen, yeah. it would have been twenty dollars and right. fifteen cents. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it's just that you. he put the pound sign at first, and then the dollar sign the second time. Throw right. Us, right. Throw us yeah, I was intentionally. Yeah, it was it, it was a bear trap. I walked right into it. <laughs> I should have known better. I should have known That's better. All right, here we go. Also, <laughs> also the Dorsey at Venetian has cut back its cocktail menu and changed recipes, so has really nosedived after the pandemic. I complete I completely agree with Tony that Rosina Bar at Palazzo must be uh, at the top spot for their drinks. Uh, they have really really good whiskey sour there. And Mark he, it down. He agreed with Tony. He even gave you a, a URL there that you can check out Milo's menu. That's very thoughtful of him. Mm. Oh, but he's not done. No, no. He's got two more cents for episode 409. Yeah, so hot and juicy crawfish is moving into the space where the commissary existed. I thought we talked about that. Yeah, but we said it was on the other side of the road. Well, commissary was on the other side of the road. No, the other side of road of that is what we said. Oh, that wasn't what I meant. Yeah. Okay, I might might have misspoke. And the other one, uh, the second comment of the week, Mark thought he he brought an AR-15 fully loaded with jokes to the show this week. Turns out that a bunch of them were just rocks being thrown at MGM Grand Entrance doors. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) <laughs> that, that's not, I, I'm sitting here getting ready to go that's not that funny and you guys are cracking up <laughs> it's just so timely because that was what we were talking about yes, last week that was when the you know the rock started at the doors caused that mass panic yeah, I know I know and it gets very clever to equate your jokes that you thought were an AR-15 yeah. rifle of jokes now they're just rocks whatever just toss oh them. my god well played Alistair <laughs> well played 
I have every reason to think now he's going to find something very good on which to bust me on, and that'll be more than fair. That was <laughs> that was well played. Well, we in all fairness, we know that he's going to yeah. do that. That's that's who he is. That's part of the reason why we love him. That's We're right. all going to get our turn. That's right. <laughs> Right. Yes. Just, just wait for it. Yep. It's coming. Well, listen. Let's start the formal part of the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And always, we start with random Vegas. A study found gamblers who follow responsible gaming codes of conduct contribute just four percent of their gambling revenues. We got that from at Vital Vegas via a book called Addiction by Design by Natasha Downshul. So, when you're saying codes of conduct, is that you know like? Being respectful, not having your your hands hanging over the no, craft that's not table. the way. The context that I pulled this from made it sound more like um, if you're like, smart and know the rules if of the you game, follow the rules of the game. Okay, yes. those people. Okay. Oh, 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 got it. I see. I see. Okay. Because I, I, I thought read, it was going to be like you know people who gamble excessively when they're drunk or don't leave when you know, they're losing and they're not right. enjoying it anymore. I thought it was that sort of when the fun stops. Right, right. right. There's a couple different Which, ways you could read code of conduct. It's interesting. Okay, right. I, I'm going to, let me put it this way. I hope it's Mark's understanding because it would be, it would break my heart to think that 96% of the revenue that casinos are generating are coming from people who don't follow responsible gambling, like <laughs> not spending money you don't have and, you know, other tragic wow, that, that would be, aspects of it. That would be kind of right. a bummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably have a different philosophy about casinos, but I, I, I agree. I think you're right. I, you too. I think you're both right as it relates to the, you know, don't don't double down on a blackjack, Scott. That's <laughs> yeah. an example of... Exactly. <laughs> or split not no matter how game. funny you think it's going to be, having an entire table of people hate you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, tell me about the twit pick of the week, Mark. It's really just the same view as last week, just tweeted at a different angle, kind of like a mirror image. And yet, there was that was all that was needed to come up with this monologue. Jesus Christ. And yet, that was all that, it, that was needed to come up <laughs> for this monologue, I hate you. <laughs> at Maverick Kelly shares a view of what is coming to be considered mid-strip properties. These monstrosity-sized Monstrously, not monstrosity. Monstrously. Yes. These monstrously sized properties somehow magically reduced to miniatures will forever capture my imagination. I never did, but that scale just enchants me. What is this? No, I fucking you jumped a over whole a whole line. part. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone have one of those uh, uh, huge train sets that you could build like whole communities around? I never had one as a kid, but the scale always enchanted me. And and this view of Vegas, this is if God damn it, God damn it, Mark. Wow, you're 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 rusty today. I'm rusty. I'm not even fixing it. I refuse. You take that, Mark. Good for you, Mark. Mark in the, Mark in the editing room. You take that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, the point I was trying to make is that I would love to have something like that if it were like I would take over a room in our house, which you wouldn't allow, but yeah, I would no. still attempt to, nope. to Mrs. sell that Mrs. story. Mrs. 360 Vegas is saying no to that one. Yeah, we'll see. Not happening. <laughs> Not unless we build another room somewhere. <laughs> what a what a weird anonymous term to call yourself. Mrs. <laughs> 360 Vegas. <laughs> well. I mean, I'm not. Oh, I'm not amazing. ashamed to be called that. I, I took his last name, and I misses that. So, 
Yeah. Mrs. 360 right. Vegas. I'm good with that. Hell yeah. Sure, sure. All right, well, listen, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. Where are we going to put that? <laughs> okay, guys, hold on. We, I, I can't I can't be the only one here that's like got it all together. I need you boys to like get get yourselves into Whatever. shape here. Come on, focus. Whatever. Focus. Or, or join us, Karen. I know, right? <laughs> our cookies. side seems way easier. Oh, believe that's me, right. I have a feeling that's I will be popping out here to go get a refill on the adult yeah, beverages I before too long. Awesome. You'd be doing that at some point, that's too. Awesome. I don't think two uh, is going to be enough. <laughs> That's it never, it, nor should it be. Uh, but as it relates to that photo, we will feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Holy cow, what a phenomenal story this has been. Tell me about the rain damage. <laughs> Multiple Las Vegas properties suffered severe water damage caused from monsoonal rainfall. Caesars Palace, Planet Hollywood, and Golden Nugget all shared videos of water cascading from the ceiling. The damage was so ex- extensive that it caused this Fremont Street Experience Viva Vision canopy and several surrounding properties to lose exterior lighting. But the most damage was suffered by Circa. Multiple videos were shared of water pouring from one of the screens, the giant screens in Circus Sportsbook. It became so bad that at one point the staff started taking push brooms to contain the gallons and gallons of water being dumped on the floor. It's unclear at this time how much uh, it will cost to fix all said damage. You know, there was another video that I saw today of the Fremont. And it stuck oh. in my head because there's a guy playing at a slot machine mm-hmm. and literally water is just falling down on his head and he's refusing to leave the oh, slot machine. Geez, he's I, I love this town. <laughs> I, it, this was crazy to me. I will say this storm came up fast and it was intense. Like I was sitting, um, you know, down in our family room, Tony. And at one point, and number one, it was thundering a lot, which it doesn't normally do here. But it was loud, and at one point, it was cracking so loud that like it sounded like there was hail coming down on the awning um, in our backyard. Like it was, hmm. and the winds just kicked up like crazy. It was insane. It was a very intense, sudden storm. And some of the lightning shots—I don't know if you've been seeing any of those on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, awesome. Be- I mean, just incredible. There was so much lightning that went around with this too. So yeah. it was insane. But yeah, the. So I had somebody ask me today about Circa. That's so amazing. And they were like, well, how is it? You know, it's new construction and it's coming down from the ceiling. It's a fucking monsoon. Well, but you also have to remember where the water was coming in. That part of the sports book is below ground. Mm. So it was coming in probably from somewhere street level right. and running through. So it wasn't like it was coming in from the ceiling. Now, granted, yeah, I'm sure that... makes that, it sound like... Uh, I'm sh- could, sure that contractor got a phone call late last night from a very unhappy owner of the property because there is obviously something wrong. I'm sure his insurance will cover this. Yeah, but still, the place is brand new. It's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. It is. And I mean, yeah, it's just, it's insane. But I'm I'm rambling. Tony, what did you think after, I'm assuming you saw most of this stuff on Twitter. Agreed, agreed. I did, I did. I, uh, the only thing, the only thing I can add to what you shared, uh, Karen, is simply to I say, I think it, uh, and this is totally dorky. I apologize ahead of time. Uh, I think it really speaks to the quality of how we do our 
electrical work these days. I can't believe that there were no electrical fires from water pouring in through these. I, I mean, know. Some of the Wasn't that show, crazy? The water was coming straight through, like, the, the canister, the, 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 the light canister. recess lighting yeah. and everything. Yeah. Are, yeah, in the ceiling. That's it's wild. Just, <laughs> there, was, there was something, and I don't know if it was a lightning strike or if... It, whatever it was overheated but there I did see a couple of videos of something that exploded hmm. like in the downtown area and it was this big huge boom and fireball kind of thing. that's what like. I'm thinking but I don't know if it was a lightning strike or something else happened with it and then just the fact that the storm was so intense that it knocked out the canopy and I know it's wild a lot of the lights and stuff even down on Fremont just Beast. it was insane but it's funny you know, we've only been out here about four years, and we've heard a lot about monsoon season. Mm-hmm. And I think we've seen usually like the worst we've ever seen is it's like, oh yeah, the Link parking lot or parking garage flooded again, right? right. That's bad. The videos of the Link parking garage from yesterday, right. the worst I've ever yeah, seen. They look like waterfalls. <laughs> yeah, and there was even this morning, Tony. There was standing water like all over the the city. Like certain roadways were blocked off and that kind wow, of stuff. Wow, that's crazy. So it, it's, I mean. Again, we're in a valley, so everything rolls to the middle, mm-hmm. but we're also in a desert yeah, right. where it's not like things get absorbed into the ground quickly. It's so dried out and hard yeah. that it just runs off. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was it was amazing to see that video uh, or videos, I should say, videos. And, and one, one last comment. I, I really thought most of the videos were coming from Caesars properties. And I and my immediate like inner snark was like, of course, of all of the places that are going to have water <laughs> pouring into them, it's going to be the dumpy, unkept uh, Caesars properties. Until I realized that the one with the giant waterfall coming through the television was Circa, and then I'm like, "All right, I'll, I, I need to, I need to get off my high horse, get off my puppy bike." <laughs> Although to that point, I don't think I've heard of any MGM properties having a problem. That's fair. I'm trying to think of all of them that I've heard about. Yeah, I don't know. And I thought the one was golden. No, it was Golden Nugget. I was thinking Golden Gate, but no, it was Golden Nugget. Yeah. So, interesting. Fun days in Vegas. Yep. No doubt. What's going on with Stadium Craps 2.0? As properties continue to experiment on reducing the labor costs associated with craps in relation to low rolling players, this has manifested itself into digital hybrids of the game that don't require a crew to run the game. This week, at John Maheffi, I'm sorry if I fucked that up. We should just... We should blanket apologize like forever, so we don't have to do it for now on. Like um, we just blanketly apologize. I feel like we, we get a little bit of a pass because our last name is a little. Tough yeah, exactly. Too. So yeah. we we do our best. We you know, yeah. but we're kind of white bread American folks that lived in the Midwest and didn't really have a lot of experience with a lot of different accents and spellings and pronunciations. So we apologize. <laughs> it was way longer than I was expecting. <laughs> I, well, honestly, I kind of thought as I went into that, I'm like, that, you shouldn't shouldn't be saying this. You should bail on this. So I would say cut it out, but I know you're not going to. Nope. So. Oh, my God. Somebody needed a pair of dark sunglasses and a walking cane to get out of that mess. <laughs> <laughs> just blindly wandering around. Yeah. Not not my proudest oh. moment. Anyway, John Maheffi is reporting that Planet Hollywood is trying out something new with craps and stadium gaming. In this variation of the game, one player goes up to the table and rolls while the other players watch in their little pods. Uh, the sound of rolling dice on the acrylic table is one of the biggest complaints about the roll-to-win gaming table. The stadium version of the game had table minimums of $5. I would totally do this. Oh, yeah. 
If you get to go up there and roll, yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, and the, the question is, because then it's almost like, fuck yeah, he's coming down. Shoot, try and roll, baby. So if you're up there rolling, mm. so let's say your your little gaming pod is in the back, but you're up there rolling. Mm. Do you only get to roll once and it moves to the next person, or do you get to keep rolling no, like you like, would in a normal like game? Okay, so what if you want to change your bet in the middle of the roll? Do you have to run back to your pod and, and do whatever you need to do and then run back up? Oh, or shoot, do you actually, I don't know. That's a great question. Or do you actually bet then from, like, the... I would imagine it they'd have a screen from where you're at. So, yeah, it would know that, okay, if you're in this position, you're the next one to, right, to right. roll, so it kind of transfers. So interesting, and now I want to go and check it out. <laughs> See, I think about I stuff, too. I saw a relatively astute observation on Twitter. Someone saying, I will never do this because I don't want to be booed when I'm a uh, point and out roller. I didn't think about that. <laughs> it would Everybody be fun with a group of friends, though. Seven out after come out roll. Exactly. Exactly. That'd be fun. And then you got to make the walk of shame back to your pod. <laughs> yeah, that would be tough. No, but oh, no way. I'm not doing it. But to your not point, do it. hold on to Mark's point. I think if you, if you like took over the pod with a group of your friends yeah i think it'd be fine yeah it'd be the same as just all around a table it's just you go up one at a time that's true but don't overthink my joke it's not that funny i stole it from somebody else (laughs) all right so mark i gotta admit one a, a word that i have worked in my vernacular because of being a friend of yours is the word thrilled or thrilling i never used to use that word until probably the last six months or so that I've really started to like this word is his slow rolled its way into my into my lexicon <laughs> and I'm going to say it I am thrilled with this upcoming news story Bally's is getting a new speakeasy and other oddities talk to me about it a new immersive bar experience has opened in Vegas this time in Bally's while a speakeasy isn't anything new what is is the 90 minute story driven craft cocktails experience doesn't Area 13 have a... Isn't that, didn't we do that? I thought it was Area 15. Area 15, whatever. Uh, isn't that kind of what we did with the rum thing? There was a narrative of, to kind it? Kind of what we did with the distillery tour, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's called The Cabinet of Curiosities, and in it you'll find the hidden speakeasy named The Lock. Think the speakeasy at Mob Museum with their drink collection, mo- mo- memorabilia, and, and more stuff. Guests must make a reservation in order to access the speakeasy. It's the same thing we had to do at... at 15 we had to get a yeah. time assigned yeah. it wasn't really a speakeasy but it was a, a like it for us it was a two-hour adventure with cocktails yeah 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 you're right it didn't have a speakeasy but so first question tony why or how what was it about the word thrilled that got you to add it into your vernacular and why did you never use it before because what i do is thrilling karen and he's experiencing it <laughs> firsthand it's pretty powerful really because i've been around for 26 years and i don't know whatever you know the funny thing is is you're still around and and happy all right that's a legal contract i can't do much about it i I will take you for all of it so you don't want tony to answer my question is basically why you stomped all over that one i don't know because it wasn't it wasn't ripping on you at all i was just curious as to why tony said i never use this word now he does so what was it about the way you use the word and entertain the word that has now influenced him i was giving you credit for being an influencer (laughs) (laughs) i do influence people to annoyance was that it yes was that a good recovery from what you thought happened okay tony would you answer my question in a very short like little frame of time please absolutely uh 
when I used to think of the word thrill or thrilling, I would think of it more in like the um, kind of fearful way, like, you know, this roller coaster is thrilling or this this haunted house is going to be a thrill, a thrill experience. Mm. Whereas with the way Mark uses it, Mark uses the word thrilling is in like an exuberated sort of an ex- or an exuberance feeling. And I and I just like that. I I I really am legitimately thrilled about this idea of there being a speakeasy at probably arguably my most favorite casino in Las Vegas. So to be able to stay at Bally's like I do, or <clears throat> Horseshoe, whatever. We, I know, right? It's at what called. point does that name uh, come? And to gamble there, and then to be able to go to the speakeasy is it, it, it's it's awesome. That's just yeah. and, and and I also noticed that I overuse the word awesome. Um, or excited, and so uh, again, again, it's just it's a side effect of being by me. It just happened. It just kind of it's kind of like uh, when you're driving a car and and your tires, you know, in the water and it's pushing all the water out of the way. I'm the tire. Yes, yes, you are. You are, <laughs> and we are just the dirty, murky water getting all smashed That's right. all over. And we're like, yeah, get me here. <laughs> all right. So, Tony, <laughs> what what about this story then thrills you? <laughs> Oh, exactly that. That that it's my it's at my favorite casino. It's it's a place that I can go to. Well, you know, I'm going to make a reservation for it. I'll be sitting gambling, having a great time, and I'll be like, "Well, it's time for the speakeasy experience. Off we go!" And it's right there. It's right in the place that I'm nine times out of ten staying at when I'm in Vegas. All right, that's going to do it for news. Well, Let's move into prop bets. For right, those of you unfamiliar, well, no, prop I bets had is a, an extension I had of the a, I had a, a little comment. Sorry. Better be better be oh. good. So one thing I read that uh, with the lock, it has all these, you know, curiosities and that kind of stuff in it. Mm. They all have QR codes on them Mm. so that you can scan them and it gives you the history of that item and what it is and what it's all about and everything else. So like, I think the speakeasy at the mob has little plaques where they can read, but this, this cabinet has much more stuff. The cabinet's like jammed into it, Mm -hmm. which I think is fun. I'm also super interested in a story driven craft cocktail experience. Like how many, craft cocktails do you get in that 90 minutes? I mean, judging by how t- Tony and I do it, you should get three. Mm. You know, far cocktail events, it's, that's what you would have in 90 minutes. Yeah. So. That's going to do it for news. Let's move on to prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, the voodoo ziplock yeah, the voodoo zipline. That is, that's a little tongue twister to say. Especially <laughs> you've got a couple of beverages in here. Uh, the voodoo zipline at Rio has permanently closed. It originally opened in 2014. Did either of you two get a chance to try that while no. it was open? No, nope. I wanted to, but just because it seemed like a very Bond thing to go from uh, from the top of from a building, building to the to top building. of another building, and I'm like, I want to do a Bond thing, but I never. Got and we never got off our ass to go do that one. Yeah. Actually, I've never ziplined. Peer- no, no, I did because <gasps> we did. No, we did the. Uh, see, parasailing, and then we did the zipline at Fremont. I don't. Street. Yeah, and I don't think of the Fremont Street as a zipline for some reason. When I think of a zipline, I think of like going down a mountain through the trees, all that kind of stuff, it's which we've never thing. done. They're just. I know, but it just location. to me that's. I don't know. The, the one on Fremont Slotzilla seems different. I don't know. But I was going to say <laughs> we never have. It is the largest we, slot we machine. We did that one. It is the largest <laughs> slot machine. I can tell you, Karen, I have ziplined in Jamaica. Mm. And I, personally, I thought, although, don't get me wrong, gorgeous views and, and whatnot when you're doing that, uh, it was far more uh, ah thrilling in the <laughs> scary sense of the term uh-huh uh-huh mm-hmm. to zipline uh down fremont street that that actually made me be like 
Oh shit! So, <laughs> for yeah, I think it sounds like like the problem we have with parasailing. Like we got up there and we're like, okay, now what do we do? Can we like jump down or something? Yeah, but at least I, <laughs> no, no, you and you did want to do that. I we did were up in the pit. I was like, I'll You're be like, fine. Can I just like jump down into the water? And I'm like, you touch that fucking harness, I will kill you. <laughs> Billboard.com is reporting that U2 will be the first band to perform at the MSG Sphere at Venetian. The Sphere is projected to be finished in 2023. Is that at the Venetian? I thought that was behind... um, It's behind the Venetian um, Convention Center. Oh, yeah, it is. And it will be connected within... uh, It connects inside. Into the Venetian? Into the Venetian. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking it was behind a Caesars property for some reason. Vital Vegas is reporting that the Beatles' Cirque Show Love has signed an extension to remain performing at the property through 2023. Yay! Still doesn't mean that the Hard Rock will keep it, but that's that's encouraging. I I, I hope that's I hope that's what happens. That, that means there's still a year for us to get Tony there to actually go see the show. Oh my God! You haven't seen it? Oh, it's Beatles music! Oh my God! We're, <laughs> we're not going to do this because then we're just going to fight. Right? I know. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> It's unknown why, but the showgirls featured at City of Las Vegas sign, just north of Stratosphere, have been removed. Vital Vegas reports that this was temporary. He didn't tell me why, though. He did tell you why? He didn't tell you why it was? He didn't tell you. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if it's temporary, it's that's why. Maybe to get something that's like better lit, like an actual sign versus just this (laughs) cardboard, or excuse me, they're not cardboard because they get knocked over in the wind. Plywood painted showgirls plywood painted they just they look like they're painted plywood i mean you have like the fabulous las vegas sign which is fantastic right and then oh oh though the the i completely i got got lost uh, thinking about something else you forgot we forgot, were talking about the showgirls i forgot that we were talking about the showgirls so i kept trying to be like what, what people are you talking about but yeah you weren't you didn't mean real people <laughs> not at all no the real people are not being blown <laughs> no, no i did not mean that Jeff Dunham will perform three shows at Zappos Theater in Planet Hollywood, Saturday, November 5th, and November 12th, and Friday, December 2nd. This is the show I was talking about. Oh, I don't know. Uh, that's yeah, that's... God, I, he's just he's hysterical. He boy. is. Oh, he absolutely yeah. is. So we have to get tickets. I don't know if he's hysterical. He's, he's funny. He's hysterical. Oh. oh, I think he's hysterical. Eddie Murphy is Adele. hysterical. No. Oh, not really? anymore. I mean, okay, maybe forty years ago. Right? I know. I know. What to be fair, that? I saw Coming to America, the sequel. That was a train wreck. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> it was bad. pretty bad. I yeah, bet. it was. It, it was. Yeah. Some movies don't need uh, sequels yeah. made 40, 30 years later. I, I think <laughs> that I think that was a money grab for a lot of the people involved. I'm yeah. sure it was. I'm sure it was. Adele claims she will finally start her residency at Cosmopolitan at Caesar's Palace November 18th. Col- then we'll that, have the Coliseum. That's that's the Coliseum. Not yeah, the Cosmopolitan's not at Caesar's Palace. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's really funny. I didn't even know. I did. yeah, you you were rolling right on through there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so focused on trying to make it sound smart. That right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Part of the problem too is I don't give a fuck about this woman. After everything that she's done, I'm like, oh, I can't believe not only do we, are we reporting on it, but I'm the one that has to read it. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, Adele claims she'll be blah, 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 blah. 
<laughs> next one. Right. Fine, I'll finish it up. She's going to allegedly be at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace uh, April 18th. Uh, she will also be probably cancel various dates. That'd, that'd March be November 18th. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't give any less shits about this new sport. I'm this getting sport. that. I was thinking that. Or, Hardcore. Or what, we can't even get him to pay attention what, to a what sentence. Is, who, who, or what is sponsoring your uh, your your inebriation levels th- this evening? <laughs> we are having a wonderful scotch. It is a Tamdu um, bar. It is a 14 year aged scotch, and it is. Thanks to wonderful friend of the show, Magnus, uh, who gifted such a generous bottle to me when we all got together in Vegas uh, earlier this month. Lovely. Yes. So you can thank uh, Magnus for this Tony train rock. Oh, I will. <laughs> hey, I know. you know what? What? <laughs> that Dell was Mark's. You was did it? Jeff Dunham, Karen. I did Jeff Dunham. <laughs> so and Tony jumped on Adele. That's I know, right? Awesome. He, got, he, he had something to say about Adele. But he didn't care. Then he care. couldn't get it out of his mouth. He didn't, he didn't care, but he he wanted to read that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy shit, that's hilarious. <laughs> I follow it now. I get it. <laughs> so so do we just skip Mark or do we let Mark do this and then I jump I, I back in? I do enough. You guys can just go home. Okay. And now <laughs> Vegas has a new promised Mexican restaurant and speakeasy coming soon. This one in Aria's Crystals. It's called Toca Madeira, and the 200-plus venue offers farm-to-glass mixology, whatever the hell that means. What does that mean? What could, what could that mean? So it means that whatever is in the cocktail is really fresh ingredients. So a lot of times you get a lot of artificial sweeteners and that kind of stuff that mm. they mix into cocktails. Basically, they're saying that the same way you take farm-to-table from a quality of food, you're going to take farm to table from the quali- for the quality of the alcohol and the mixers that go in it. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't want to like it. I. I am like, why is it another speakeasy? Like that is the thing That's now. The thing Everybody's right now. got Everybody's to put a speakeasy in there. And how long? Because is that because last? people like us that w- that want like good booze will go to those places and hang out. The difference is, is their bar is or, always fucked up. It's always full. Not fucked up. It's full of people. Well, or we wouldn't even normally go to a place, but because it has a speakeasy, we'll go there and try that. Right. Yeah, you're right. Reports of smoke coming from El Cortez led to an evacuation of the property last week. The smoke was believed to have originated in the HVAC system. No injuries were reported. That's another situation where people were kind of slow to get out. I know, right? <laughs> they say, in in all honesty, and there are pictures that show it in the MGM fire, the what it was Bally's now. It, part of the problem was everybody just assumed they got it under control. It'll right. be fine. It's so funny you mentioned that because literally today at work, somebody was talking about. Oh, I showed him the video of the guy that was was you know still playing, you know the slot machine when the water was coming down on his head, and one of the. Uh, one of my coworkers mentioned that, oh yeah, it's kind of like you know the whole reason people, so many people died in the fire at uh, MGM Grand was because you know they wouldn't leave the tables or whatever. And there was actually somebody there that was like, wait, there was a fire at a casino, and I, had to, I felt great because I was like, yeah, it, it was a big one and it killed like eighty some people, and you know that he's like, really? I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, Change sorry. the uh, the building codes forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. I love that I knew that little bit of history and I could yeah, edu- cool. educate some folks. That's right. And and allegedly, I took it. Well, no, not this part is like This is true. <laughs> I did take 
a haunted Las Vegas tour. My oh, very no. first time I was ever out in Vegas. Oh yeah. And they take your, yeah, yeah. It's super, it's super cool. They take you no, to different places. They take you to where Tupac got assassinated, uh, got shot and killed. Um, and, uh, I like that. one of the play, I know, right. He, he probably <laughs> considers it a, an assassination. Should be. As- Woo. Assassination. Assassination. We're going to assassinate. One of them assassinations. Assassinations. <laughs> but allegedly, uh, Bally's is still haunted from uh, of ghosts no, from not. those that had died when it was the MGM Grand. No, 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 it's not. Yeah, I know, right? So of course, they're going to say that on a haunted Las Vegas tour. Part of those things are, are they, you go for the stories and the effect of it. But to me, I'm like, sure, bullshit. But, but it's entertaining. Right? It's, it's not another, entertaining. It is because you're listening to a storyteller. So if you think about it, if you go to a comedian, what are they doing? They're telling you stories that, you know, you laugh and that's kind of, if you watch a movie, you're watching a story. If you go on one of these tours for 90 minutes, they're telling you stories. And it, the the trick is really how entertaining are they as a storyteller. Yeah. I did, it was good. We enjoyed it. Well, and that's the thing. I did a, um, I, I did the Garden District walking tour along with the cemetery tour in New Orleans. And it wasn't, I mean, they were both phenomenal, but the, our tour guide, especially in the cemetery, as she was telling the family stories, as she was explaining how their crypt system works, which is a fascinating thing that I never knew. Um, it, it was just a great, I mean, she was such a good narrator and good storyteller to it. And honestly, Mark, I think you would appreciate a good storyteller because that's something that you pride yourself on being. Yeah. So maybe it's just the stories you're not interested in. I don't know. Maybe. Hundred uh, percent. Matt Goss announced that he's been deported mm-hmm. after several months of being unable to secure another uh, Vegas residency. I mean, <laughs> he said he's returning to the UK, but let's be honest, he got deported. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want him anymore. No. Las Vegas Airport had its busiest month in history in June, with 4.68 million passengers flying in and out of Las Vegas. And it has been confirmed the F1 race will take place in Vegas November 16th through the 18th, 2023. Let the room rates rise. <laughs> exactly. I had a friend of mine who said he was going to book every, uh, how, how do I phrase this? He was going to book a Cosmopolitan corner suite. That's what everybody is every talking about doing. weekend in November and then just cancel the, the reservations oh, of smart. the weekends that F1 wasn't going to be there. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he did it or not, but that would be ingenious. And finally, Vital Vegas uh, has shared the renovations of the horseshoe is continuing, including a new color palette. All right, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week, we have quite a bit of uh, PayPal donations and uh, emails through listener feedback. So, uh, Karen, why don't you tell us about our first PayPal donation? So our first donation came from Scott Brubaker, who writes, Karma donation for a Vegas trip next week. It's 100%, Karen. I don't, I don't understand why people hesitate. It's 100%. Well, and obviously Scott didn't hesitate because yeah. he sent one in. Thank you, Scott. Yes, thank awesome. you, sir. Smart, you are guaranteed smart to have a great time. That's right. 
One hundred percent. You can't even define 100%. it that much. You can't even define it that much because he may not have a great time, but then he'll just win like a million dollars or something. You don't know. It could, it work. It works. That's so true. Many ways. It will work in one way or another. That's right. Hundred uh, percent. Also. <laughs> also. Uh, tell us about our second PayPal donation. Yes, we got another donation from Thomas from San Diego. He writes a small karma donation for an upcoming trip with a wife the first week of August. We love you guys and appreciate all you do. Really hope to make a 360 Vegas vacation soon. Thomas from San Diego. Nice. 100%. I say, Thomas, give us give us a shout out if you're in town. Oh, yeah. We'd love to That'd pop over, grab a cocktail, say hi. Absolutely. Next, we have a dissertation, I mean email, from <laughs> Mr. Michael Eubanks. Uh, Karen, I hope you've got a... Uh, a beverage to what your whistle with. I literally uh, just ran downstairs and got a refill. It looks good. So excellent. Excellent. It's uh, so you're up. Here we go. All right. Hold on. I'm getting myself situated here. <laughs> Get comfortable. Well, I am. I'm, and I'm, I'm having my, my uh, beverage of choice this evening is cider. So I had to go down and grab a couple of more ciders and toss them into the cozy. So they stay nice and cool. So, all right. <laughs> Mr. Michael Eubanks writes, We had planned to drive to Tunica for the weekend and actually had made hotel reservations. Then one of us mentioned Vegas, and I'm not sure how it escalated, but the next thing I know, we were checking flights. (laughs) like how it escalated. (laughs) Lo and behold, there were perfect flight times out and back. We leave at 6.30 p.m. Friday evening, arriving... That reminds me of in Casino, where he goes, you're looking at me a certain way. (laughs) That reminds me of... You You realize that reference is lost on me. Oh, God damn it. But I'm sure Tony got it. Yeah, I think Tony's uh, getting Tony a drink. Tony did not get it. Oh. Tony doesn't. Wow. Get it. So uh, continue. I I'm am sorry. continuing. So he said we leave at 6:30 p.m. on Friday evening, arriving in Vegas a little after 7:30 p.m., and we leave on Sunday at 1:30 p.m., getting back to St. Louis a little after 6:30 p.m., and all for a 160-person round trip. We didn't even hesitate. That's awesome. Done. Awesome. That, yeah, that's a great. That's, yeah, you can't afford not to go, Michael. That's, yeah, that, that's all there is to it. Right. Well, and especially if he, they were planning on driving to Tunica, if they're in St. Louis, that's mm. probably a six-hour drive, five and a half to six right. hours, versus less time in a plane and you can be in Vegas versus right. Tunica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that seems like a no-brainer to me. Work finally ended Friday afternoon, and off to the airport we went. A couple of drinks at the bar, and off we were on time. I don't know why, but I do like expensive bar b- or uh, uh, airport beer. It's I just, think it's it, because it, it means you've actually started yes. Yes. your vacation. Yes. Yeah. No, that's that's. Karen totally. Google Maps is telling me it's a five-hour, excuse me, four-hour, fifty-minute drive from oh. St. Louis to Tunica. Interesting. Okay, so, so not, not you, as long as you I thought. Damn near nailed it with your six-hour call. Yeah. I thought it was longer. Well, I used to drive. <laughs> I used to have to drive between Memphis and Kansas City, and so there were two ways you could go. Um, it was up I-55 most of the time, which you know goes right through Chicago, and then you can either go all the way up to St. Louis and then cut over, I think it's 70, into Kansas City, or at some point you can veer off of I-55 south of St. Louis and start going through the, the back country of Missouri. So I was kind of thinking of where that was in the whole mix of things. I'm sorry, you really didn't know or need to, or care or need to know that. 
Uh, <laughs> That's okay. Michael continues. Caesar's comped us an executive suite at Bally's. Nice. Love these rooms as they have a jetted tub that my fat ass will fit into. Nice. <laughs> we checked in and off to Cal- Carnival Court. We went to use the first of two of our diamond drink vouchers. Mm. Now, I know there are a lot of people who'd like to see the Laurel Lounges reopen, me included. However, I'm liking the vouchers more and more. We aren't stuck in a lounge deep inside a casino. Rather, we were able to use the vouchers at places such as Carnival Court. Mm. We certainly take advantage of the free drinks while gambling, but to be able to come out and just sit and listen to a band without buying an overpriced drink is great to us. We spent about a half an hour there. Our drinks were so strong that, even being the professional drinkers we are, we ended up throwing them in the trash. Had we finished them, our night would have been over before we started. (laughs) So I just, I envision at Carnival Court the big sugary frozen slushy drinks. I don't know why. Maybe not because I know they have a bar, Mm. but that's what I envision you would get there, which to me... a small bar, though. I hate those things. We took a lift up to Resorts World to check out the place and have a few drinks. While the place is nice and new, I agree with many who thinks it looks like a mall with slot machines. However, we had a nice time and enjoyed ourselves there. Our first stop was the Lounge in High Limit. This was a nice place, and it was primo people-watching spot. Mm-hmm. We downed several drinks, judged everyone who passed by, and had a great time just sitting in one, one of the love seats. Oh, yeah. Well, you have to. Yeah. Especially if you can sit there and like talk to each other about, oh, my God, you got to look over here at 6 <laughs> o'clock. You see, that's what. Right? Obviously, that person's room didn't come with a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but after an hour or so, some douchebags moved in next to us, so we saw ourselves out. Nice place and service was good, but probably wouldn't go back. That seems to be a big consensus. Resorts World? Yeah, yeah. agreed. Alley on the 66th floor of the Conrad Tower is the real reason we wanted to come here. So up we went. And wow, what a place. Love the intimacy of it. The service was fantastic. The views were amazing. And it was just a great place. This quickly became a must stop for us on future trips. Really? They had a banana-infused bourbon, Howlerhead, which was life-changing for me, which, Tony, reminds me of the King McCong cocktail that we made at the first Vegas Vacation cocktail mm. event. Mm-hmm. That banana-infused Foster's is a or, or bourbon. Well, I guess it was bourbon. I did a whiskey, right? Because it was a Jameson. Jameson's a whiskey, yes. right? Good memory. Holy cow, Karen. Great memory. Well, because that stuff was delicious. I kind of just want to make, oh, I should get some banana chips and make some this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Focus. Sorry. The bartender made me an old-fashioned with it, and it ruined me for life. As this is still only Friday night, I looked for it the rest of the trip to no avail. (laughs) You can bet I've bought a bottle since. I've been home. After we left here, it was time to head back to Bally's. We gambled for just a few minutes, and up to bed we went. That sounds like a pretty good Friday. Woke up this morning and headed to Miracle Mile Shops to have lunch at Ocean One. Since we were about an hour before lunch started, we went into Planet Hollywood and sat at the Heart Bar Lounge and drank Bloody Marys with a day's vouchers. It was a nice way to get the day started. I don't get you guys in Bloody Marys. Oh, they're good. So Mm. gross. No, they're yummy. But you don't like... I will concede, Mark. Well, if he, yeah, if he doesn't like tomato juice, yeah. it's, it, it was an acquired taste for me. I did not care for him uh, in my younger years, but as I've gotten older, mm. yeah, I, I dig them. I dig them a lot. Well, and see, I used to drink um, V8 a lot as a kid, 
And so when you basically really? have that, oh yeah, mom had it in the house all the time. Huh. So if you have that and then you throw vodka in it, to me, that's like perfect. I had a harder time getting used to mimosas because I don't uh, like champagne. Yeah, see, I haven't, I, I think I've tried champagne once at, at somebody's wedding. Ugh. Um, and, and I only had like a little bit of it. Yeah, not a fan. No. After our drinks, over to Ocean One we went. This place gets mixed reviews, but for the price, I think it's a great place. We had lunch, got there three for $10 drinks, took our third to go and decided to walk over to Cosmo. <laughs> they have three, again, the three for $10 drinks. Like, what kind of drinks are these? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. And Ocean One is the restaurant in the back, right? So, like, I if, don't if you know. were going out the door for the Miracle Mile shops to go to Nacho Daddy, I think it's right there on the corner. Huh. I've never been, but I think that's where it is. I'm sure someone will correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so they got their third to go and decided to walk over to the Cosmo. Our plan here was to have the Verbena drink, but we were too early. The bar on one and a half didn't open for several hours, and we wanted the complete experience. Wait, you can get that on any floor. The Verbena? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the main level's always open. Karen, he had a, he had a thing that was exciting that didn't okay. work out for him. I would be interested about learning more well, about I think, this. But, uh, Karen, I think you, you might might be dropping some knowledge on him right now. He oh. he may be having a mind blown moment learning that if he thought it was only available on the one and a half level, when he finds out that he could get him comped with what two uh, two video poker tickets, or yeah. I think you could even put twenty bucks in and get it right away. But regardless, yeah, 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 Michael, they're they're available on on the main floor. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that you can get them comped right away when you sit down. But yeah, definitely with the drink tickets, you can get them, and on the first floor. Yeah. So it's not on. I don't remember it ever being just exclusively on floor one and a half because one and a half hardly ever opens. Right. Interesting. Uh, as many times as we've been there, we just haven't managed to get that drink. It seems to be perpetually on our list. Instead, we had several lemon drop martinis while playing low limits. We started with $40 and after about an hour and several drinks later, we cashed out nice at about 150 work. Got our money back for yeah, everything we'd done that day so far, and was nice to have nice to walk out a little ahead. This show supports all low and high rollers. Uh, oh, definitely Everybody support the low equal. rollers. Just you know what? There's nothing wrong with just sitting there milking it, getting the free drinks, Fuck having yeah. good entertainment. Fuck yeah. yeah! You feel good about yourself. Like I got, I got really drunk last night. Like how much money did I lose? I don't care. I got really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but to then be able to say, I got really drunk last night, and the casino paid me $110 I know, to right? do it. <laughs> like, I think I did something, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> he continues, walked up the strip, going to places we wanted, skipped the ones we didn't. Had a beer, of course, at Casino Royale, and then walked up to Encore for a Sinatra smash. I drank the first so fast, I had to have a second just to remember what the first <laughs> tasted like. Delicious. <laughs> Didn't we just get a report that it's not there anymore? It's not on the menu. It's not on the menu. It's so still there. So kind of like the verbena is no longer on the menu at uh, Chandelier. Right. It's not on the menu, but you can still request it. Hmm. I think I, I, I'm actually kind of shocked and disappointed by this because it's such a, the restaurant's name is Sinatra, right? Uh, yeah, it is. And it's a Sinatra smash. So how do you take it off the menu? I don't get it either. Ugh. Michael continues, from there, we took a lift down to Fremont. They had a great country band going, which is saying a lot for me, as I am not a country music guy. Oh, preach it, brother. But they had a slap bass player who was entertaining enough to make enduring the other music worthwhile. 
So we got a couple of big Madreuses. Tony, is that that how you say that? Let's see what Google tells me. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. I'm guessing that's a drink we should know. Yeah, I, uh, that is, that is not coming up as anything on Wikipedia. I apologize. We need an education. So they got a couple of big drinks that I think is pronounced Madreuses at the D's outside bar and listened and people watched until they were gone. Next up was Circa and the Legacy Club. I love what Derek Steezens. So this is Derek Seasons. The ciders are kicking it's in. It's his evil twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love what Derek Stevens has done for downtown and, and am a huge fan of his. So we always find ourselves having drinks circa every trip, but had never made it up to Legacy. Oh, dude, you were in for a treat. This time we beelined it straight to the check-in desk. Now here is when the oddest interaction we had with any host of the trip took place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since we had made travel plans last minute, we didn't have time to make a reservation anywhere, nor are we big reservationists. Oh, that's a big word. As we never know where we are going to be or end up. The host asked if we had reservations. We said no. She said she would need to call and see if there was availability, which she did, and there was. Now, mind you, this was at about 4.30 Saturday afternoon. I think his... (laughs) What he was implying is, oh, actually, I'm going to read here soon. So up we went up and we're told we could sit anywhere at the bar. And we could sit anywhere at the bar because it was empty. Mm -hmm. The tables outside were only half full as well. We were there for a couple hours and it never did get full. So we're not sure what the whole phone call production was about, but who knows? We would definitely return to Legacy, but if I had to compare it to Ale on 66... I'd say I like Alley just a tad better, hmm. if only as it felt more intimate. The gold bars were nice to check out, and the views were incredible. From here, it was time to eat again. We were boozed up very well by this point. I, you know, I get where the Legacy Club is going for exclusivity, but I agree. The whole, if you know the place is empty. It's just like, it's like Sky Lounge. Like once they, or Skyfall, um, once they kind of... You know, you drop your standards a little bit, so it's it's a little more reasonable. People are on vacation, man. They got shorts on and shit. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, we've had issues with people not being allowed in because they had a, on a printed T-shirt. Never mind you, it's like a moonshot vintage Vegas printed T-shirt. Right. But they were told, it, you know, turn it around or turn it inside out, and then we'll let you up. Excuse me? So wearing an inside out T-shirt looks better I know, right? than wearing yeah. a vintage T-shirt. Classier. Right, that's classier than wearing a vintage t-shirt about a classic, you know, Las Vegas property that isn't here anymore. Yeah. Okay, and never mind, you know, you have a jacket on over the t-shirt, so it's not like you're just, you know, bumming in a t-shirt. <laughs> anyway, I, I will. I'll also kind of jump in on the um, a little too much production going into this, uh, which is to say that when I booked for uh, uh, 360 Vegas Vacation Nine, I believe it was, I had I had Mark. Well, scratch that. I made a reservation under Mark's name and email address. And in it, I, in, and there's a little comment box that said, would like to be near the Snyder party. And then I turned around and I made a reservation uh, and, and said, I'd like to be near the 360 Vegas party. And, and, and the reason I did it was because if you did it with, and I'm making the number up, but if you did it with like six people, six people in the party or less, it was free. But anything over six people in the party they were going to charge you. And yeah. it was not an unsubstantial amount of money. 
And so I, you know, I thought, well, you know what, we don't have to be with each other. We could be in the general vicinity and people can kind of meander from, from quote unquote, the 360 Vegas table to over to where Tony's quote unquote reserve table is. You know, we're, we're going to meander anyway. Well, as was incredibly gracious of them, they wound up combining our two reservations together and putting us in one big corner area where we could all be together, which was mm-hmm. very gracious. But the girl said to me, you know, we, we saw your notes. We saw that you wanted to be mm-hmm. next to one another. We wound up just combining you two into one big group. But please know that next time you'll have to make a reservation for one party and you'll have to pay for it. And I looked her s- straight in the eye and said, that's exactly why I didn't make the reservation yep. this way, because it's silly that you're going to try to charge me just to sit next to my friends. And I mean, she was gobsmacked. Like she just didn't know <laughs> how to respond to that because and I wasn't, to be very clear, I was not rude. I was not sarcastic. I was very, you know, Tony's jovial, sort of, a yeah. couple of drinks in, happy self, right? But but this is, Michael, you're 100% right. This quote-unquote phone call production that they made uh, is, mm. is bullshit. And I think that if there's one thing I wish uh, Derek Stevens would have them cut out is this whole sort of exclusivity, uh, you know, nose in the air Elitist yeah, that's the that's philosophy the, the 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 sore thumb sticking out well, at a, mm-hmm. a and in all fairness, I I think the the cocktail servers, the bartenders that we've had there, are are great. They're friendly. They're not snooty. They talk about the drinks. They mm-hmm. take the time. And so the the service is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just the whole production of getting up there. And when you know, four thirty on a Saturday and you're dead. There's mm-hmm. nobody there. Why go through this? Well, I mean, all it means is we all have to be more clever. That's like, all right, I'll go up two. You go up two. You go up two. You guys. We yeah, just the whole group thing was exactly. insane. That was that was just. Yeah. We, uh, and I do remember that too because she's like, well, you have to, you know, you'll have to book them for a party of twelve. And okay, well, that's why I didn't do it. So so why do it? I don't remember. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It's a lounge. It's not like the tables are assigned. I mean, you can get up and move around as long as they have a credit card. They don't give a shit where everybody's going. Right. But. All right, back to the trip review. When in Vegas, or excuse me, when in Circa, do as the Circans do. Off to eight east it was. Mm. We downed a couple of bottles of sake. Jesus. Holy shit, shit. dude. Good lord. Ah, yeah. The cucumber was better than the coconut. How can you remember after getting one down? I know, right? (laughs) My tummy hurts just listening to this. (laughs) It's bad. Didn't you, Tony, when we went there, didn't you do a sake tasting? Tasting, yeah, tasting. I know. Where I got like three ounces, uh, or, or two ounces in, in three different pours, not not two fucking bottles of sake. No, but even that is oh. too much sake. That's that oh, stuff's just harsh. I agree. Oh. Yeah. God bless. He is. He mentioned I, earlier that he was an experienced drinker. I think this proves that's it. true. I, I I already am going to have a hangover tomorrow just listening to his. <laughs> <laughs> so. We shared the pork belly and the brisket fried rice, vital Vegas style, of course, and finished it all with creme brulee. By the time we finished dinner, it was pushing 9 p.m., which is 11 p.m. in St. Louis. So that meal put us down. Back to Bally's and bed. We just aren't as young as we used to be, and only being in Vegas a short time didn't give us any time to adjust to a different time zone. Well, and it sounds like you started your day with Bloody Mary, so, you know, making it until (laughs) 9 p.m. was probably... Right. That's no, no. fair. Give yourself some credit here, my friend. Yeah. But you probably were drinking for 
14 straight hours. So kudos to you. So here's the thing. So they hold on. They woke up and sat at the heart bar and then had lunch with more cocktails and then went to Cosmo for the verbena and more drink stopped, you know, and then they mixed in beer at Casino Royale and then uh-huh. uh, sat outside the D's long bar with whatever those Madreuses are. And well, then, you forgot Sinatra smash. Oh, shit, two of them. Yeah. Encore. Two of those. Um, okay. That, then the lift, then the D, then the legacy club. So had drinks there. And then, <laughs> then the cocktails. Two of Circa, bottles of fucking and then mm-hmm. two bottles of sake. Sake. Yeah, dude. How are you oh. still standing upright? The fact that you made it in the Uber is impressive. <laughs> wow. All right. We woke up at 6.30 a.m., got ready, and headed off to Bally's Lobby Bar to use the day's vouchers on a couple of Bloody Marys and mimosas. Again, a great way to start the day. Our flight was at 1.30, so we figured we needed to leave for the airport about 11.30 or noon. So we decided, since we had a few hours to kill, we'd walk over to Ellis Island and have breakfast. I do love Ellis Island. If it's evening, I have trouble deciding whether I want to eat in the diner or the barbecue joint, as both are fantastic. Since this morning, or since this was morning, the decision was made for me. There was about a half hour wait, so we headed to the bar for a couple of beers. I put $20 in video poker and had the machine up to 70 when they called us to eat. Nice. So wait, they didn't say which one he picked. Because he said he wanted oh, to Oh, yeah, he never did say. The diner or the barbecue joint. I'm guessing the barbecue joint wasn't open. He said he never can. Like, like every time that decision happened. Yeah, but since it was morning, the decision was made for me. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, I'm, so, yeah, the barbecue joint probably doesn't open. I'm guessing it was the diner. Either that or it was just he needed breakfast, and that was the only place you could get it. I don't know. Another great meal, once again, was had. One thing I should mention is that when we eat here... We always get the root beer. Man, that stuff is good. Hmm. After we ate, my better half wanted to go play a machine that caught her eye. She's a sucker for anything with a pot that looks full. Hmm. And I wanted to go out to the front yard and have a beer and play video poker. I was down to about 40 bucks when the unicorn showed up. I was dealt three spades to the royal and wouldn't you know it, drew the other two I needed. What a way to end the weekend. And since I still had my original $20, it was a true $1,000 win. Nice. Congratulations. That's amazing. That's awesome. Normally, when I hit something decent, I'm already hundreds into the machine to begin with, as I am a sucker for all those damn machines. So this felt great and put us on a course to plan our next weekend in Vegas. This was my third true royal. My apologies to you. You can bet on that. Mark and Dr. Mike, should they hear this? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, they're still, uh, I think Dr. Mike is still chasing the, uh, still chasing that elusive unicorn. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the way, just a quick note, it does uh, appear as though either uh, Ellis Island is just period not open on Sundays or uh, because it says open dailies, weekdays, and then it calls out Friday and Saturday for having different hours. But then they have bar hours uh, on Sunday listed, but that doesn't open until 4 p.m. So, yes, I am assuming when when he said it was made for him. No, you, that? all you said was Ellis Island is only open. You didn't say what oh, was it. It's <laughs> awesome. Look at me. I'm Michael Eubanks Jr. <laughs> the barbecue. Okay. The barbecue. So I think he I think he was saying it was made for him because it's just not open, uh, or at least the bar certainly isn't open until 4 p.m. on Sunday. So Got he it. ate at the diner. Okay. 
We took advantage of Ellis Island's, quote, earn enough points for a free ride to the airport, quote, promotion, and left in the best mood for our quick getaway. We didn't mind coming home as we were already looking forward to going back. We flew Spirit home. I know they get bad ratings and reviews, but we've never had any problems. And what might happen? They cancel our flight and we have to stay another night. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I just saw today that JetBlue put in a bid to buy Spirit. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see how that works. A few notes. Service was top-notch everywhere we went. This was a pleasant surprise. And we didn't gamble a fraction of what we normally do. To come home ahead from what little we did gamble was a great way to end the trip. We just enjoyed each other and being together in our favorite place. Yeah. Aw, they sound like they love each other. Yeah. My cheeks. <laughs> Until next time, Michael Eubanks in St. Louis. Thank you, sir. That was awesome. It's very nice. Yes. It was very nice. Detailed. Okay. Well, and good details. Yeah. Not rambling details. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate <laughs> the succinctness, but focusing on the right parts. Well, I don't parts. know if you can call that succinct. I don't <laughs> For right. everything that they crammed into yeah, it, I I'm thought not he did saying a great job. man isn't an expert uh, packer. But uh, it's <laughs> none of our business. That one landed. <laughs> no. Although I wish it hadn't been where I was right. taking a drink. Well, that's what you get for being such a fucking stick in the mud lately. <laughs> stick in the mud. Your jokes have been awful. Don't blame Your me jokes, for that. Whatever. Oh damn. I have, Tony, I've Tony already and I been still, Tony reassured and I are on the that same my side. jokes are good. Oh no, Tony and I are on the same side on this. This is two against one. I think they haven't been. You know we've got. We got one more email here that's very, very brief, and it's from our buddy Tim Kennedy. What's Tim got to say? Tim's email is titled Vegas Vacation Yo 11 Brief Trip Report. He writes, hey, 360 team, a little late, but just wanted to send a quick note to say thank you for a great Vegas vacation. The <laughs> I know he meant to write karma donation, but it's spelled crama donation. <laughs> did not work for my first Royal, but it did work for an awesome trip. 100%. I will not give Love a trip report time. here as I was lucky enough to be invited to be a guest on The Better Life with Ooh. Tim Lawson. We did a great job recapping the trip. Better Life episode 183. Just as good, if not better. Hell yes. Still and, and you know, thanks to, uh, you know, to Tim for taking like a whole episode to kind of chat about our little, little party over here. So. Yeah. Um, definitely check out his podcast, especially if you're like a hardcore gambler into stuff. He's a great one to chat with. Thanks again. I will be reaching out to you for our November trip to take you to the whip. It's at Carnival Court. Tim. Thanks, Tim. What's the, is the whip a drink or it's a place? I don't know. I'm I'm enchanted. Because it's at Carnival Court. I mean, I don't know how you have a hidden something at Carnival Court. Now I'm interested. (laughs) It appears... As though it must. I, oh, 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 boy! This is not what I thought it was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, Tim, Jesus, dude, what are you, the fuck are you into, man? Huh? Okay, will, come uh, on. I'll just, I'll just tweet this out. I'll tweet no, this no, out. No, 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 no. Be a nice teaser. <laughs> I want to know what it is. Uh, it's uh, it's a group. They're called the Whippets. Oh, the Whippets? No, I've heard of them. And it's an all request '80s band. Yeah. And her picture is everybody is in uh, some sort of. Oh, so I read it wrong. In there. So what I should have read it is take you to the Whippets at Carnival Court. I read the Whip. It's at Carnival Court. 
So the whole way that oh, I read that makes a I, huge you know what? difference. In fairness, I read it that way too. That's I, exactly how I, I yeah. <laughs> but I've heard that's, of the Whippets. That's I've heard hilarious. I've heard they're fantastic. That's hilarious. Okay, that's that makes good. more sense now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love it. All right, shit, we got to get the hell out of here. This is this has been a long uh, a long train ride. Uh, that's going to do it for episode number 410. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. We do that at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback or PayPal donations, uh, much like Scott Brubaker, Tom, uh, Thomas from Chicago, Michael Eubanks, and Tim Kennedy did, you can send written or audio feedback to 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Hey!